We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Here's Brunson. In and out dribble. Pull up 16. Footer! Got it! The burner! Brunson Burner makes it a 114-111 game with 18.8 to go. And the clutch gene. We know Jalen Brunson is the guy that's closing games for the New York Knicks. All right, let's keep it going here. Sam Garcia's dad, is it fair and reasonable to say F. Trey Young? Hashtag F. Trey Young. Yes, it is. Thank you, Sam Garcia's dad. Appreciate you. Danny Gardner. Grimes has a lot to love about his game and attitude and has a ton of talent, but he will only be a role player until he learns to be strong with the ball. Uh, Freddie Katz. Why did I call him Freddie? Uh, Fred Katz of The Athletic mentioned in his article today that Grimes has the third or fourth lowest usage rate among starting perimeter players in the NBA. Um. That's a partially a function of who he's in the starting lineup with, and it's partially a function of him. You know, it's it's just it's I I I want I I I don't want to criticize him. When I think about criticizing him, I go back to like, man, we're asking a third year player to be stronger with the ball, which I don't disagree with you on. I I've been talking about it all night, so clearly I don't disagree with you. I open the show by saying I need to see more from Grimes, so I'm not disagreeing. But like, we're, we're, think about what we're asking. Third-year player, young player, playing with three ball-dominant guys, asked to fill a very specific role with a coach who is very demanding and is like, know your fucking lane and stay in your lane unless you could prove to me that you deserve another lane, then we'll talk. And like, with all that, it's like he's supposed to grow as a player. And oh, by the way, like the minutes aren't always guaranteed and forget about the shots being guaranteed. It's a really tough spot. It's a tough spot, which is why when you have games where it's like, man, could have been could have been a little bit better tonight, Grimes. We could have seen more. It, it's we're we're asking a lot, and I don't know that we're being completely fair. And when I say we, I mean me, predominantly. Thank you, Danny. <clears throat> Robert Cross with another one. First time, long time, John. I don't want cat. Neither do I. Um, I don't want Levine. Neither do I. Uh, I don't want to see tweets about rumored interest in Cat or Levine. Hashtag 53 wins. I don't think you're going to see rumored interest in Levine. I mean, Cat is that's a that's more a Minnesota thing where if like I'm just going to say it right now, if Minnesota like 
loses a series in the second round this year and it's like not the most competitive series in the world and there's any reason to doubt whether this current iteration of the team can eventually get to like a championship level they're they're just they're going to move cat they're going to move him it's happening and then it's a matter of okay well who are the takers what are they offering what's the best deal for the wolves and but again that's an off season thing so you you got however many months of, of peace and quiet <laughs> Frank Miranda what's up baggage boy Frank for Patreon great win not being hyperbolic but as anyone committed has anyone committed more fouls on three point shooters than IQ this year ah uh, come on He's quickly is not perfect uh, he is allowed to make mistakes we expect perfection from him because we so often get something close to perfection from him or at the very least a guy who takes nothing off the table so when he when he has games where he takes stuff off the table like again tonight throughout the game some kind of uh, I'll use that word again indecisive meandering if you want to use it offensive possessions and then the you know something like that like yeah it, it's a little jarring but it's not it's not crazy Zach Halilovic again the eye test shows me as the offense trends up the defense trends down am i wrong um i think they played the sixth ranked offense in the league this year that's what i think uh, the, tonight they played the six-ranked offense in the league. So, like, and I thought, honestly, I didn't think they defended poorly tonight. I mean, I know they gave up 114 points. Like, bo- bogey got going. Man, this team, the the Hawks, they're a. Fr- I know people don't want to hear me sit here and praise the the Hawks, but like, they they offer a lot of freaking issues, especially now that Murray. And and Trey have gotten really comfortable together. I think those two guys play really nicely off of each other. Um, and then you throw in Bogey, who's like a perfect complement to to really either of those guys. And then you got this like the Jalen Johnson who's coming along, and like you know they got other guys who can hit threes. And then Capella is usually a a, a problem. You know Okongu has been kind of underwhelming, but he's good too. Like they're a good offense. Um. I'm looking to see if the anything is updated yet. Yeah, we updated. We're 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 down. We're tied with the Rockets now at fourth in defensive rating. It says we're ranked fifth, but we have a 108.1 defensive rating and uh, offensive rating uh, actually went up a spot, 112.7 uh, to 13th, and net rating is at uh, 4.5, seventh in the league. Next, you're good. Let me say. Uh, Drew P said, said meant 2021 the team won through grit and good Julius Randle important clarification Drew thank you I agree this did feel more like a 2021 win for sure Danny Gardner they can pull IQ and RJ early this is I think going back to the starting lineup thing bring in Dante and Hart and and bring them back out together to start the second Give Deuce Dante's minutes. Give Deuce Dante's minutes. I don't know. Um, I guess in 
I don't know in what context you're saying that. If like Grimes I, must have missed time. I think he's saying if Grimes is out, this is how you adjust. Yeah. You have RJ and quickly start and then have Dante and Hart oh, okay. both and then have both of all four come in with the second unit. And then although where does Dante, where does I guess quickly would then give Dante's minutes? I'm confused too. Now that I think about it. Well, no, I'm just thinking like, so basically you're pulling quickly and or you're pulling quickly and RJ at the same time and you're bringing in Josh Hart and Dante DiVincenzo like midway through the first like I what this is all in response to what it's all in response to Grimes being underwhelming I'm I gotta stand my ground here because I it's like okay I think this team has enough invested in Grimes already and moving forward that like I want to see Grimes as a starter work. Because to me, if you pull the plug on Grimes as a starter now, that's I wouldn't feel great about that. That again, nothing's permanent. It doesn't mean they don't like him, but like I like that they're invested in this kid. And they want to make it work. And it's like quickly, there are people around the league who already recognize quickly as a top 50 player. It's not like quickly needs to start to like get more shots or like, you know, quickly tonight didn't start and played. I'm going to guess he played 30 minutes. Um, played 28 minutes. Okay. Got 11 shots, but also got to the free throw line um, six times. So he had a lot of shooting possessions. Um, yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm standing my ground, Danny. I'm sorry, but I appreciate you as always. Dom with another one. If RJ's back but Grimes is out on Friday, does your guy, does your gut say Dante or IQ starts or something else? Dante starts and uh, Deuce gets rotation, a little rotation minutes, a few rotation minutes. Danny with another one. That was if Grimes was hurt. Got it. Yes, thank you. Going with a W, Atlanta fans talking tray trades and spaces. L O L. No, man. Come on. <laughs> I mean, should we, look. Should we take 10 seconds to laugh at the Atlanta Hawks? No, nah, I. <laughs> I'll do it. Look, it's what fans overreact. Fans say stupid shit, and it's what they do. Like, if the, the Knicks, Knicks fans, lost- what are you talking about? The Knicks fans don't overreact. We've supported Julius through all his struggles, and this RJ performance to start the year, we're taking it in context that it's a small sample size. Yes. Like, now we get to enjoy Julius struggling and, and, and the getting I, through it and performing well the last five games, you know? I, I'll say I think there's a really interesting conversation to be had at some point, not in reaction to a loss, about like whether it is worth going all in to make a Trey Young led team work, as opposed to like. But it's like once you open Pandora's box and you open the door to like, hey, we we might trade trade Trey Young. Can't put that back. Once it's out, and like, mm-hmm. also, like, what do you? I mean, they obviously would get something great for Trey Young, but like, I like, are they getting 
whatever they're getting back for Trey Young, is it is that immediately going to vault them into contention? Probably not. So then it's like, well, what other things can you do? And it's like, you know, it, you, you know, they're not they're too far into this. Like they're not going to go back and tank. So it's a t- it's a tough thing. But um, I I'd be, I get being frustrated if you're a Hawks fan. Especially the way the game played out. They built that seven-point lead with Trey on the bench. And then Snyder went back to Trey. And like you said, Benji was bringing it up. We were pointing it out on the watch-along. Like, because Trey's in the game, originally they had him on Grimes. And they were just doing the the guard-guard screens. Not Grimes. They had him on Quickly. They were just doing the guard-to-guard screen. And that's how Quickly got his first few buckets. And then they put him on Hart. And that's how Brunson was able to get the buckets because they were just having Hart come over to set the screen. The Knicks have figured out how to attack the Hawks when he's on the floor. And lo and behold, when he was on the floor tonight was when the Knicks were building their lead. But it's like a different version of the Randall conversation. And I say a different version because like Randall, the conversation when he's playing poorly or even when he's playing like if he eventually devolves into like, what are you ever winning with this guy on your team? Yeah. And the version of it with Trey is different because his what he brings offensively, there are stretches of games where he's looks like one of the five best offensive players in basketball, and that's a real thing. You know, like there aren't many people who could do all of the things that he could do as well as he could do them. But then with the difference between him and Julius, is Julius maybe never reaches at those heights, but there's a bit more of a Julius also, it's not like every game we're looking at an ass. Like there are games that Julius has where for 48 minutes, you're like, man, if that guy did that every game for 48 minutes, shit, he'd be part. He could absolutely be a key component of a contender. Whereas every single game Trey Young plays, there's a lot of moments where you're like, well, how are we ever going to get around this issue? You know? And yeah. I think the don't. The only counterpoint to that, that I'm not even speaking on behalf of Hawk fans. I'm just saying by the limited Hawks games I've watched, even in games he has it going, the other team knows what to attack. When that's what I, that's what that's my point. That's precisely so, my point. So that's that's the tough part, you know, which yeah. is why outside of one weird season when Julius Randle self-combusted and Ben Simmons self-combusted, he has made it out of the first round once. So and- and the only uh, last thing, I'll very briefly, because I know we're we're going long here, is like this might be an issue even if he was a perfect offensive player, and he's not a perfect offensive player because for as much as there are those stretches where he looks like a top five or ten offensive guy in the sport, there are other stretches where it's like Jesus Christ, Trey, stop pulling up from deep, like you don't have it tonight, like stop it, and like we're we are slowly arriving at the point where the where the efficiency conversation, which I know you talked about with Hawks fan TV last time mm-hmm. and he kind of poo-pooed it which I was like that's an interesting thing to poo-poo like it's it's a valid conversation it's a thing he's gonna have to justify what he is on defense and his shot selection by being Dame or being Steph Curry the reason Halliburton is able to be poor on defense is because like he's so efficient offensively and he doesn't turn the ball over you know yeah. so um, I'm actually looking up his points for shot attempt on clear hey you want to read the next super chat 
Anthony Sixto. I could have looked up cleaning glass, but you, you could do what you want to do. Anthony Sixto. No chokeholds, torn jerseys, just a team stacking W's in the face of slumps and injuries. Experienced this last season when Mitch went out. This type of perseverance usually leads to good things. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, team has a lot of character um, and they don't like if you think about a team that could have John, John, did John get stuck in the matrix for anybody else? No, oh, am I back? I'm back, right? You're, you, I can hear you. Your connection is dropped. Okay. But now you can see me too. Now I can see you. Yes. Now, okay, now good. you, that movie stinks. Now you see me too. The first one's okay. Now you see me. T- There's now you see me. The Mark Ruffalo, I never saw Jesse Eisenberg. Never saw it. I know the movie. movie. I never saw it. Yeah. yeah. The first one's not bad. The second one's awful. Okay. Yeah. Um, Trey Young is 106.8 uh, PSA. I, that's what I was going to say. So two years ago, he was 96th percentile. On a, two years ago, it was when he made the All-NBA team, right? Second team All-NBA. Yes. Yeah. I mean, with like a, a fake line where 98th percentile usage, 96th percentile efficiency, 98th percentile assist percentage. He was a top five offensive player in the league last year. Assist and usage still good, sixty third percentile efficiency, and currently again assist and usage still very high, twenty ninth percentile efficiency, yeah. which is like and he, he last two years he's kind of turned the ball over a lot too, so it's it's not what you want. Um, getting back to Anthony's comment, if there was ever a time where this a team should have devolved into anarchy, it was um, last season at the twenty three game mark or whereabouts, and they didn't. Drazov, I hope the Hawks. I don't hope the Hawks get injured. I just hope they forget how to shoot a basketball for the rest of their year. I would, if I could adjust my preseason predictions, I think I would put Indiana ahead of the Hawks. Um, I tell you, nobody's going to want to hear this. You know what I'd love to get odds on right now? I'd love to get odds on the Pacers as a top four seed. Just I'd love I'd like to see the odds. I'd like to see what the numbers are there. Um, just for shits and giggles. Uh, but I think the Pacers will finish out of the hall. I know you hate this, Andrew, but why? You have to be able to stop the other team too. Unless you're the best offense in the league. No, you do need to be able to stop the other team. Best offenses in the league are just that. They're offenses. Kings when the Hawks the had that seat. Let- in Kings a Western Conference that couldn't get out of its own way because the Lakers were doing stuff and the Warriors were doing stuff and the Suns were doing stuff. Like, that's the version of, of the best offense getting the three seed. Okay. If you got right now plus 2,000, it's plus, right? Well, that's different. If you're just saying, like, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. If okay. you're saying get long shot odds, then fine. I 20 to 1. Would you bet 20 to 1 odds on the Pacers getting a top four seed? Yes. I also okay, recognize. Okay, if that's the that's argument, it. then fine. That's if it. you're saying long shot odds, that's fine. I don't I mean, think that, they're... It's not 100 to 1. It's like 20 to 1. As long as you're not saying like... And I'm not saying like 10 I to 1. I think it's going yeah. to happen. No, they should be no. good odds. You just want to see what the odds are. That's no, fine. no. I, if, I, if I could real, make real money off of it, I would probably, you know... Okay, no, that's like engagement that. ring money. That's fine. I get it. That's engagement ring money. I, I, I don't disagree with engagement ring money. You got it. There you go. Uh, as I'm watching the the Hawks or the Hawks, the Cavs are only up by eight on the freaking uh, Blazers right now in the in the third quarter. Um, 
I don't know how I got off track. Yeah, but Atlanta, they'll be six, seven, maybe eight, whatever. They'll, they'll, they'll be fine. They're a good team. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, first super chat of the season, Bernard Richardson. What's going on, Bernard? But Ben here. Every game, listen. We I, we appreciate the super chat so much. It kind of allows us to do what we do. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But like, if don't ever, you know, I feel like sometimes people feel bad that they don't send in super chats. We, we we just we love you being part of the community and watching and listening and the whole thing. Um, loving the watch alongs the season two. We've enjoyed doing them. I'm, I can't wait to do my next one. I have watched KFS Evolve for four years now. Good win. An aspiring 50-win team needs to get these. Keep stacking. Um, Really kind comment. Thank you, Bernard. As far as an aspiring 50-win team, man, kind of want to bring Andrew back up here. What odds would I need to bet on the Knicks to win 50 games this year right now, today? Today. today. Well, with them being... Six and five, and what are they at? Twelve. Would I bet on an ten to one? I would. Yeah, at ten to one. Yeah, I think you'd have to bet on it at ten to one. Like the way they've tracked so far this season, because they've they're a top ten defense and they're trending toward a top ten offense. That's toward a fifty win team. Especially with as much as we talked about parity, there's some separation being built between some teams at the bottom of the Eastern Conference and the rest of the Eastern Conference. I mm. Detroit hasn't won since no, like, I, I I know like they're they're lost nine straight. They haven't lost since October, October. or haven't won since October. Excuse me. I think I think five to one is where I I would think about five to one. I wouldn't go below five to one. Like I I don't think I'd bet at four to one. Fair. Thanks, Bernard. Um, Anthony Sixto with another one. Proposal. You and Claudio live stream from Magic City blindfolded while you live review the wings. Dilemma solved. Here, hold on. My wife has just woke up. Babe. Um, Nick's Film School Faithful wants us to do a live 
like taste test. Taste of test. The, of the Magic City Wings, which is a strip for, club in Atlanta. Can I go? For scientific purposes. For scientific purposes. Can I go? <laughs> the half awake wife of mine just shook her head and said, I don't care. Do what you want. I, that, that I is, that's, that's married life, babe. That's, that's married right. life. <laughs> you and your nonsense. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, blindfolded, by the way, babe. So I have to be blindfolded in the strip club. She said, okay. I liked it. I like the blindfold aspect of it because you don't, and you try to guess the flavor of the wings. There you go. Yeah, I haven't had good wings in a while. Jessica Alzer with another one. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He's not great at it, but props to Julius for all the behind the back pass attempts. Best game of the season for him and all hail Blockness Monster. Can we give some love to Julius Randall? We like to do that. Uh, tonight, Julius, pull up his stat line here. Um, be I might have a, I may have a. T- I know I started out by praising Mitch. Julius really does deserve some consideration for the three star player. Twenty nine points, twelve of twenty four from the field. Only got to the line twice, but I, I kind of feel like that's not his fault. That was the, again. I didn't like the whistle tonight at all. The Knicks, freaking Knicks, got to the line eleven times, and six of those were by quickly in the final couple minutes. Um. So, yeah, 29 on 24 shots, 10 rebounds, 8 assists, 1 turnover. That's set the tone early, big plays late. Man, he's going to be in contention for three stars. I don't know. Um, That's a really, that's an all-star performance from Julius Randle, who has now had, don't look now, but we're now... He's had as many good games this season as he's had, you know, or like decent or good games as he had awful games. Because the first Atlanta game wasn't a bad game. It was the one game in that opening, whatever it was, six, that was not bad. So more more decent or good games than bad. Danny Gardner, always amazed by how bad Trey is defensively. Baldy is a total loser. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. Um, I'm not amazed because he doesn't seem to care as much as he should. And it's not just the physical stuff. Physical stuff is part of it. I don't, he doesn't strike me as a guy who, because like Brunson has physical issues to overcome. And you know who's been great this year? Not great, but like good, passable this year defensively? Jalen Brunson. A lot more moments tonight. I'm, I hope I could fit the clip in the newsletter tomorrow of that play that I was referring to earlier where him and Mitch uh, defended a DeJounte Murray pick and roll late. And I thought Brunson fighting harder. I mean, all the year long, he's fighting around those screens. You know, you got to want to do that. You got to care. You got to give a shit about winning and not just numbers. I'm not saying Trey only cares about numbers, but, you know. Thanks, Danny. Dom, uh, with another one, Dom, you're, 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 you're a crazy man. <laughs> He's a crazy man, Danny. Quoting a few good men. Um, last question of the night. It's been a debate for me today. Does Le- Leon deserve a black eye with the Mark Jackson publicity, or was he just put in a terrible spot? I side with the latter. Oh, man, I was wondering if we're going to get a Mark Jackson question. Um, I'm going to choose my words carefully here. Uh, I have a tough time commenting on this because based based on what I have read that has been reported about some of Mark Jackson's stances on 
things that have nothing to do with basketball. I have a very hard time being like even killed when I assess like this situation, which again has nothing doesn't appear to have anything to do on the surface with like any of that stuff. At the same time, this issue, which where for anybody who may be listening who doesn't know what I'm talking about, where Mark Jackson was supposed to do some like fill in for Clyde a little bit this year and then uh, reportedly I think it was reported by the post the Knicks were like yeah we don't want him riding on the team plane and he was like screw this I'm not doing the games because uh, I'm not flying commercial The re- and the reason they didn't want him riding on the team plane is because Darren Ehrman who was an assistant coach under Mark Jackson in Golden State didn't feel comfortable with it and the reason he didn't is because he was fired in Golden State by Mark Jackson after he recorded conversations featuring Mark Jackson and Mark Jackson felt that that was uh, inappropriate. The whole reason that situation started was because of reportedly famous last words, reportedly Mark Jackson doing some really bad shit, crazy shit, bad shit, crazy shit. Can we say that? A lot of shits um, in golden state when he was the head coach and having that situation devolve into like again, there's been a lot of reporting on that and a lot of good writing on that. And I'm just go out and read it. Just easy Google search will take you five minutes to read it. All the stuff that's out there on it. It won't take you five minutes to read all the stuff. Take you five minutes to get an idea. So like I, I don't blame anyone for not wanting him to be on the same plane as the guy that he had this situation with. The thing that I find interesting is that like who forgot to do their research here where it was like, Oh, wait a minute. There's a history here that is not good. And like, maybe we should clear this higher Mark Jackson doing filling in for Clyde some games with like, I don't know the, the coaching staff. My guess, and I have zero inside information on this, but my guess is that like this kind of like fell through the cracks and then or maybe either one of two things happened. It fell through the cracks and then people realized like, oh, wait a minute. That means Jackson would be like involved with a guy that he had this situation with. Like, that's not good. Either that or they went to the coaching staff about it. The coaching staff was like, whatever, have them call the games. We don't care. And then as it went along, it was like, well, he's going to have to ride the team plane. Is that cool? And then they were like, well, wait a minute. No, um, that's not cool because we don't want him being around the team. Either way, I can't say I have a big issue with it. Like, it, it's a, it's not a great look for it to have gotten to this point. And then it's like, oh, he's not allowed on the team plane. Like, that, like you should have just, you should have never gotten to this point. So somebody probably didn't do their job correctly, um, which, you know, Stuff happens. Um, but no, I don't, I don't, this doesn't, I don't care about this in short. Mike McNamara. Um, thanks for the well thought response, John. Anytime. I agree. A good player, great at moving the ball with shooting would be huge. Yeah. But how many of those guys are out there? You know, it's, it's, it's the toughest thing to find. It really is. Uh, ben Oaken. 
What's going on, Ben Hogan? Uh, LTFT. I think he did it in the wrong order. It's first time, long time. First time, long time. Thank you. I. It's late. Um, great win. I'll usually take the Tibbs good over bad. Do you think his shell defense can win a chip? I hate the open threes of the lead. Um, you got to give up something in the NBA today. It's impossible to take away everything and you pick and choose your spots. Do I think Tibbs shell defense can win a championship? Yeah, of course. Um, probably would have won a championship with the Bulls if Derek Rose didn't get injured. Which, you know, we could go back to like, why did he get injured? Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really doubt Tibbs' defense. I think Tibbs has qualities that could hinder a team of his from winning it all. But I'm not sure his like base defense is, is I don't think his base defense is well. JJK, what's going on, JJK? Mitch is Shaq level dominant on the boards. It's funny you say that because Shaq was never like that dominant on the boards. He never, I don't think he ever really cared about the rebounds as much as he probably could have. Uh, draws one loose ball foul a game. Yep. And again, those don't show up on the stat sheet. F that rip through rule and Trey's whole entire play style. Grimes equals bogey soon. I mean, that's the, that's the, to me, that is, I mean, I know Clay is like the pie in the sky. Um, bogey, I think is more realistic, like sub all-star level player who probably at his peak was bogey, a top 50 player in the league. Yeah, probably somewhere around there. 50, 60, you know, maybe 75, what in that range can Grimes be that? I mean, he needs to get better, but he's young. So, you know, it'd be great if he got there. Danny Gardner, IQ and JB are about average positional passers. I agree. RJ and Randall are both plus passers for their positions. I agree. Although ne- I don't think either of them is like plus plus or like plus plus plus. Like they're 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 d- absolutely plus for their position. Uh, Grimes is a sneaky plus two. I don't know if there's enough variety, and like he's really good at making certain passes, but they're. To to me to be like a really plus positional passer, regardless of what your position is, maybe outside of center, like you need to be able to roll more with what the defense gives you, and I think that's something that Grimes gets to work on. Uh, RJ has potential to be plus plus plus. That's kind of where I was going before. Kind of where I was going before. It feels like he does, and yet you know you you. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm hopeful. I have not given up on that. Okay. Um, uh, this is the one Andrew just kind of gave me a hat tip that this was something was coming. Will, my grandpa passed on Monday. I really wanted this one. Um, hmm. Happy they got it for you. Um, sorry for your loss. Um, you know, I. Uh, I'll say, you know, I'm not going to say too much about this, but I'll just say that, like, last few days uh, in my life um, have been a bit stressful. Um, uh, just 
someone in the family was waiting on some some medical news that turned out to be okay and uh just I've been very much in uh for since about noon today been very much in a, a count your blessings uh mood so I, I it's funny I was going to say something along these lines at the end of this anyway and then I just we just got this comment and just like after, after having nothing to do with basketball you know everybody out there especially in the times we live in where it's like so easy to get just dragged into bullshit that means nothing and has no consequence and it's just a waste of time cherish every moment you know enjoy enjoy the things that you're supposed to enjoy find joy maybe and even the things you're not supposed to find joy in or harder to find joy in um you know let stuff roll off your back if it, if if it's worth rolling off your back because you know none of us are guaranteed anything and uh it can be so hard cuz it's like you know it's like it's you say these things and it's like oh that's it's great great advice and then like life happens and then you find yourself getting stressed out about the most meaningless bullshit and you're like i thought i was going to take things in stride more and like appreciate the good joys of life and then you you realize you don't do that it's just uh, it's life but i don't know to the extent that we have the power to control these sorts of things uh today's a day where my my final thought will certainly be for everybody to just appreciate the good things and cherish those that they have that are still here because you never know when someone that you have is not going to be here any longer and uh, i'm sure your grandpa was an amazing person and um you know Hopefully he's looking looking down and enjoyed the win also. I don't know if he was a Nick fan, but at the very least, we get to enjoy it. So that's cool. Uh, thank you for that. All right. First two-hour post game of the year. There we go. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, like the video if you if you indeed like the video. Subscribe to this YouTube channel, of course. And if you're listening on the podcast feed later, please leave a five-star rating and a review. Um, we appreciate all those things that help us out and, uh, yeah, we'll be back, uh, more, more fun and games coming later this week. You know, it's, it's the season. We have something rolling out every day, post games, pre games, other shows, casual Fridays, study hall, the whole thing. We're, we're a full service operation. So if you need, um, someone to help you get through a day, if you're having a tough day, uh, we're here for you, so tune in for all that. And uh, I will see you all after the game on Friday. Till then, take care.